Hello beautiful creatures, how's it going? Good, I hope. Welcome to episode 9 of Confessions of a Witch podcast. My name is Samantha and I've been a practicing witch for 10 years. Witchcraft is a huge part of who I am in my day-to-day life. I'm creating this podcast to share my knowledge and journey with you. As I learn and grow within my craft, I hope to be of value to you on your journey, either through knowledge or companionship or perhaps a bit of both. If you have any questions about today's topics, please reach out to me. I can be found on my Instagram or my Facebook page under Confessions of a Witch. Alright, so I'm super excited for this episode because we are going to be talking about divination. And um, if you are following me on my Instagram account of Confessions of a Witch, which I hope you are, you will see that most of what I post is about tarot cards and oracle cards this is something that is so near and dear to my heart. Um, this is kind of what led me into witchcraft and becoming a witch, to be honest. Um, at least part of it, anyway. So, growing up, my mom always did oracle card readings and tarot card readings for friends and family. She did it for some of her clients that would come, and my mom is so in tune with her intuition and she just she just knows things and add that to her mommy sense and it was quite scary (laughs) um but it's it's something that i grew up with i just always was super curious about it i always found it so fascinating i always was like i just i would see my mom doing readings for people like i wouldn't be in the room but i would hear a little bit here and there and you know she'd have people over and I just thought, how amazing is it that she has people who come to her who ask for help and advice and guidance and stuff. And my mom's just always been very loving and open and just the best cheerleader ever and just giving people information and just helping them out and live their best life. And I really do model a lot of myself after her and do my best to be similar to the things that just make her so wonderful and unique. So I was introduced to tarot and oracle cards um, at quite a young age. And they're just... You've probably seen them or had them done. Chances are if you're into witchcraft and that's why you're here. But there's just... There's something magical about it. It's just something amazing and it's just every time you get this like little buzz of excitement when you when you do your cards but let me back this up just a wee bit i kind of hopped into it um so divination is not just using tarot or oracle cards divination is the practice of seeking knowledge of the future or the unknown by supernatural means divination was important to the people of the past um to the ancients they excuse me they needed to use all means within their power to foretell how much food to plant, to gather, um, what they needed to store for winter, safe location for a living for living through winter, um, where animals could be found, where food could be easily found, you know, stuff like that. Um, people way back in the day, hundreds and hundreds of years ago, they used divination for many different things, and this told them a lot of things that they needed to know. Um, Native Americans would use it, you know, they would read signs within animals, they would read signs within the smoke, with the um, fires, 
just so many different ways of divination. Um, so signs in nature would have been the earliest divinationary tools that we would have been seeing. So scrying, like I said, with the fire or smoke, um, maybe even using things that would be like drugs to give them, you know, a different state of mind to get their, um, get their messages to them. Us modern witches have many tools at our disposal. Some of a some use a ver- variety of methods while specializing. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Some of us use a variety of methods, and while some some of us specialize in one particular method, I personally, like I was just saying, I use tarot cards. That's what I use them for. I use them to guide me through everything, to be honest. Um, but there's so many other things out there. Um, there's runes, there's scrying, different forms of scrying, signs in nature, oracle work, um, and those are just the few of them that I'm going to be going over today. So how can you use divination? Um, it can be used to determine if, when, and what type of magic to use, as well as to explore possible solutions to any problems or questions that you have. Um, try as many as you want and see which one works best for you because everybody connects with different ones right like for myself it's tarot and oracle cards but other people may connect with using a like a crystal ball or a mirror or somebody might prefer to use runes or maybe you just want to use nature like power to you do it um it's i mean this whole series that i've been doing is me telling you guys like find what works best for you and this is no different i want you to find what works best for you if you're not connecting or not loving most people start with the tarot cards if you don't connect or love it that's okay move on to something else maybe that'll be something that you connect with later on or maybe not at all so what is a tarot deck what are tarot cards um the tarot is a deck of 78 cards each with its own imagery, symbolism, and story. The 22 major arcana cards represent life's karmic and spiritual lessons, and the 56 minor arcana cards reflect the trials and tribulations that we experience on a daily basis. So I got that from Biddy Tarot. Um, She has lots of great information about tarot and getting started on tarot and stuff like that. Um, Most of it's for people who already practice tarot and do tarot. And have been doing it for a long time but I do like her meanings of different cards and I'll check out her stuff from time to time some say some may say that tarot cards are simply ink on paper however what I have discovered from the reading from reading the tarot cards daily for over 20 years again this is her not me <laughs> is this tarot is the storybook of our life the mirror to our soul and the key to her inner wisdom Every spiritual lesson we meet in our lives can be found in 78 tarot cards. And when we consult the tarot, we'll get shown the exact lessons we need to ca- to learn and master to live an inspired life. It's like holding up a mirror to yourself so that you can access your subconscious mind. Tarot allows us to tap into the wisdom and answers that live in us all. And here are some ways you can use them. Um, tarot's great for self-development, making choices, manifesting goals, coaching others, planning a business, writing a book, meditating, 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 you name it. Um, I just thought her explanation was very simple and straightforward, so I really like that, so I thought I'd share that with you guys. And again, that is 
Biddy Tarot, B-I-D-D-Y Tarot, T-A-R-O-T. So you can go check out her website. Um, so as I go through each different type of divination that you can use, I pick different websites where you can kind of go and check out a little bit more information. And I just, I like the explanation or I felt like it made sense. So that's what I'm sharing with you guys, okay? So for the next one, we have runes. So I've never used runes, but they are similar in their idea to tarot cards, but they're definitely not the same. So I got this from kasamba.com slash forward slash psychic reading forward slash what is a magic rune. So that would be K-A-S-A-M-B-A dot com. And they said, as an oracle, rune stones can be used in divination to predict the future and to guide you and answer questions you have. The ancient symbols provide insights into situations and can offer the key to predicting outcomes. Many psychics will use casting runes in conjunction with their intuition to get clear answers to specific questions as they help to fill... Excuse me, sorry. As they help to fill in the missing pieces and provide access to the bigger picture... In the past, the magical symbols appearing on rune stones were used for amulet shields and to conceal secret messages. The rune alphabet has been used for centuries to provide protection and healing, just like other popular symbols such as Has Hamsa, the Anic, Eye of Horus, or Tree of Life. And these would be made of wood, stone, glass, ceramic, metals. Um, divinish, these divinationary tools are sturdier than tarot cards and require more study and practice to use accurately. I'm so sorry, guys. As per usual, I'm stumbling over my words and I'm yawning. Um, fun little tidbit, my girlfriend and I got a puppy recently and he's a lot of work and he gets up at like 5.30 in the morning, so I'm really grumpy in the mornings. And I'm always really tired now, so I'm so sorry. Okay, so for the next one, we have scrying. And there is nothing better than seeing somebody bent over a beautiful crystal ball on like a weird looking stand and just staring into the abyss. And you're like, what do you see? What are you learning? What do you know? Tell me everything. Like even for myself, even though I do tarot card readings, oracle card readings, I'm always like, can you, you read crystal balls? I want to know what's my future, what's happening. Like, I literally, I feel like a kid in a candy shop. I'm like, tell me everything. I want to know everything. I just, there's something about that imagery that is so stuck in our minds for what we think of um, witchy, like, you know, witches doing. And like, it's just something that you would see in movies. And it's just, I, I love that aesthetic. I love the idea of it. I do have um, a crystal ball. It's not actually crystal. It's a glass ball. I spent almost $100 on it. And it's got this beautiful um, stand. It's got three crescent moons that hold it. And I have it on my altar. I just find it absolutely magical and beautiful. I have never used it. I have had it for probably two years now. And I don't know how to use it. I should try. But yeah, I just, I've never used it. So if you happen to be into crystal ball reading and you know how to use it, I would love to hear from you, and I would love some pointers and some tips. Actually, in fact, you know what? I just had a great idea. Ooh, 
something fun is going to be coming. Um, <laughs> so yes. So scrying to observe from a distance. And I got this from the moonlightshop.com. Many witches use scrying in their practice to uncover truths about themselves and the world around them. The word scry means to reveal or to perceive. To be a scryer, you are crossing over to another consciousness, a mystical plane, and leaving behind your conscious mind. The formal definition of being. Scrying is the art of gazing into a dark mirror, water, or crystal, going beyond the physical eyes and letting the inner psychic eye open, allowing us to receive visions and information. Like, that is beautiful. I love that. That excites me. Does that excite you? It excites me. The use of the crystal ball. To scry, you need a reflective surface such as a medium you can gaze into. This is where the water, the candles, flame, the mirror, the crystal ball comes into play. The earliest use of the crystal ball recorded was by the Druids and the Scottish Highlanders. Oh my gosh, I didn't know that. That's actually really cool. They refer to them as stones of power. In the Middle Ages, crystal balls were considered precious items that should be passed on from one to another. Apache media, med, medicine men would use clear quartz crystals to induce visions. The crystal ball is also used to communicate with the divine. Through the crystal ball, the divine can impart messages, lessons, warnings, nuggets of wisdom, and in turn, you may communicate with the divine through this very same medium. So some other mediums that you can use for scrying would be a dark bowl filled with water. You can add a couple drops of oil if you would like, um, bowl of water with some ink added in, candle flame, smoke, or other fire. Um, a crystal ball, a black mirror, you could even do tea leaf reading, you can do this with clouds, um, many different things. Now, tea, tea leaf reading, which is, I might pronounce this wrong, I'm sorry, tassiography, T-A-S-S-E-O-G-R-A-P-H-Y. Um, that's like a whole different thing on its own as well, but we put it under here. I'm not going to really go into detail with that, but We have that um, and then of course we have our signs in nature so you can read signs in nature by looking around you like what is happening around you and this is something that was taught and handed down through generations in earlier times because the science may be different in each location it's imperative to learn the science from perhaps local people so here in Canada in Ontario um, if we had somebody who's looking at signs in nature, it would be very different than what somebody, say, in Australia would see and, like, what the animals would do or how certain things would react, right? So this would be kind of, again, catered to where you live. Um, if you're interested in learning how to read signs in nature and you can't find a local mentor to get you started on this because I don't think many people do that anymore to be honest. Um, get a journal where you keep track of every change and sign that you see and carefully notice such things as time of day, time of year, the weather, temperature. Um, it can take a really long time doing this before any patterns emerge but if this is something that you're interested in you could try that. Of course there are many options of people you can find online as well. Um, 
but this is ideally why you would want to find somebody who knows more about this. So things that you will look into would be cries and behaviors of animals, color of caterpillars, thickness of an animal's fur, different movements of the leaves, again looking at the clouds, how they're moving, um, you know, just way things are facing or turning. There's so many different things, right? Nature itself just has so much amazing information. It's crazy. It's crazy what people actually used to know back in the day that we don't know or pay attention to now. And I kind of wish that we did. I wish that we were more in tune with nature and what was happening. <clears throat> Alright, so the last one I'm going to talk about is oracles or oracle work. Um, so we have our oracle cards, which is similar to tarot cards, but it's not the same as an oracle or oracle work. Um... An oracle, and this is from, sorry, the website is www.historyextra.com, um, and that's spelt history, then extra, E-X-T-R-A.com. An oracle was a gateway to knowing the will of the gods, a cosmic information superhighway for understanding what lay ahead. The most famous oracle was the priestess of the temple of Apollo at the sanctuary of Delphi. Delph- Oh, I'm going to mess this up. Delphi? Delphi? D-E-L-P-H-I. So important was this sanctuary and its oracle that Delphi, I'm sure I'm saying that wrong, but we'll go with it. Delphi even became known as the Ampalos, the belly button of the ancient Greek world. Individuals, cities, and kings would come from across the ancient world to put their questions about their future plans to the Delphic or oracle and wait to receive a response about what the gods thought of them. So, of course, for each of these things, there is a long, beautiful, unique history. Um, and I'm not going to get into each of those because the only one I really know stuff about is tarot and oracle cards. But I'm sure you've realized that there is a pattern of people using different forms of divination to help propel them forward in life, to figure out their life's purpose, um, to help them, you know, for self-development, making choices, coaching themselves through different scenarios, doing shadow work, um, just helping them through life in general. And this is such a unique, such a unique experience for each person. Um, I've personally used doing my tarot cards for everything. I've used it on what I would be teaching you guys. Um, I'm even using it more so now towards what I'm doing for our next season's stuff as far as shadow work goes, what I'm going to be focusing on, what we're going to be discussing. I use it when I make choices, um, when it was time for me to figure out if it was time to leave one of my jobs, I wasn't sure if I should or what that would look like if I chose to do so. So I did a reading for myself and it came up that it, I was right, it was time for me to separate from the job, which was great. But if I got a reading saying that it wasn't time or that it didn't seem fruitful for me to leave at that time, then I wouldn't have left. Um, I've used these tarot cards to help understand myself better, to work through personal trauma. Um, 
just so many different things and it's not just using tarot cards or oracle cards that you can do that with you can use these other methods to do this as well um it's kind of like how i explain religion there's many paths but we all lead to the same goal and that's just kind of how i see that with divination there's many paths to figuring out the same thing that we all want to know right so these are just a few of those paths that you can possibly take. Um, have you guys used any of these tools before? Have you done any of this? Have you gone somewhere and had someone read your tarot cards? Or, you know, use a crystal ball? Or do you know someone who checks out signs and natures? Probably somebody who's Native American would do more of that, a shaman. Um, but there's, there's so many and I'm just, I'm so curious, have you guys done any of this stuff? Have you experienced any of this stuff? What are your thoughts and takes on this? I would love, love to hear from you guys. Um, so that is the end of this episode. Kept it very short and sweet. Next week's episode, we will be talking about magic and spells. So I will be going over a lot of information there. And we will be talking about how to set up for a spell, which we kind of did a little bit previously, but we'll go into that a little bit more in depth. And then after that, I will just kind of have like a wrap up episode of everything that we've discussed and just kind of go over a couple things and that will be it for this season. Oh my gosh, it's so crazy to say that. Um, but yeah, so please let me know what your thoughts are on this episode and I can't wait to talk to you guys next week. I hope you guys have a wonderful day. Have a beautiful week. And thank you so much. Blessed be.